downloading episode three of tgif two guys in fleece pants uh so the podcast where we review popular comedy sitcoms from abc's tgif lineup uh i am justin and i'm jericho uh we are now three episodes deep uh so thanks for record thanks for recording we do the recording thanks for (laughs) downloading it for a second i actually forgot the name of this podcast <laughs> until you mentioned it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's got the double entendre. It's like the TGIF, Two Guys in Fleece Pants, and if you guys haven't noticed now, it's the TGIF lineup uh, from ABC. We uh, recorded on Fridays. Is that like the cat out of the bag? Yeah, I guess. Are we giving the impression that you're listening to us live, <laughs> but then we're like pretending that... Yeah, it's some, it's some other point in the week. Yeah. Well, um, we actually record it on Fridays, if you're wondering, people out there. Um, yeah, Friday leaning into Saturday morning now. Uh, it's been some uh, some hiccups along the way with respect to audio, but I think we're in a good place now. Um, like I had mentioned, we're three episodes deep now. Um, there's no turning back. Well, maybe, maybe there is. I, I don't know. It could be. Um, so this week... Uh, we are, uh, Jericho actually allowed me to kind of choose the episode, uh, or the show that we're going to be reviewing, uh, this week. Um, we're going to be looking I at, you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have seen this when Boy Meets World and I was like, cool. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Boy Meets World is the episode, is the show that we're going to be reviewing today. Um, we are not going to be looking at any pilots. Um, I think with the the one that we did last week, I think we needed a break from the pilots. <laughs> after two episodes, we needed a break after the pilots. So yeah. I think we, we you know we, we kind of thought that you know we're we're going to try to find an episode that or a show and an episode that uh, is maybe is a little bit more near and dear, or you guys are more familiar with it. So um, I decided uh, again, Boy Meets World, and the name of the episode is called. Heartbreak Corey and uh, the what kind of title is that? It's not even original. You think it'd be some play on words? On yeah, it's pretty. Heartbreak Hotel, Heartbreak Kid. I mean, that's exactly what happens in the episode. There's some heartbreak. Right. Kind of. You could have been a lot more clever. Come on, guys. Um, the original air date was February 6, 1998, which was how many? I thought, um, like 1998. That's not uh, that long ago. Yeah, well, but like I think it's a, 
It's like in the it's in the double digits. It's we like were, we're thirteen high school. Thirteen, fourteen years? Oh my god. Yeah, that's... We were almost we were in like like twelfth grade or eleventh grade already. Yeah, were you watching Boy Meets World in the twelfth grade? Probably reluctantly. It'd be like a Friday night, I'm like, fuck, nothing's going on. Boy Meets World is on. Yeah. And then I watch it, which is most Friday nights. I'm just agreeing with Jericho. That is actually what I wanted to do voluntarily was, was watch Boy Meets World. Um, I actually enjoyed the show quite a bit. Um, it was, uh, I watched it right from the beginning, right from the series beginning. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the earlier episodes. Um, what caught me initially was that I had found out that uh, the voice of Kit from Knight Rider was Mr. Feeney. Uh, William Daniels or Daniels William no William Daniels and uh, that hooked me right away so I was like I need to check out this show so um, and it ended up being like he kind of he obviously stepped away from that character I'm not sure if there were a lot of people that knew he was the voice of Knight Rider but um, I'm glad the show kind of went away from that whole like it was like say by the bell when they had that whole uh, when it was actually like Good Morning Miss Bliss before it was like say by the bell yeah, and I was like about the teacher. Why me told when it first started? It was almost like Mr. Feeney and then his kids. Yeah, and yeah. I I still watched it, but then looking back, it's like you can't relate to it as much as like when you relate to it when he gets older and he's like getting into and it's a good thing teenager hijinks. It's a good thing too because when you look at the when you look at the lineup of other shows that were going on at the time, um, I mean. I think every every other show that was um, on the TJF lineup had, I guess, a certain type of audience, and having Mr. Feeney play to little children, I guess, like that. I guess that wasn't um, consistent with the audiences of you know Family Matters at the time or uh, Step by Step or Sabrina or whatever uh, was on at the time. But anyways. Um, I think we could get into a little bit of trouble here. Um, we, like I said, we're not doing a pilot today. Um, we're going to be reviewing an episode from season five. Um, so right off the bat, we're not going to be having, we're not going to have the proper context or, you know, who's dating who, who the relationships are, which version of Morgan we're going to see. Uh, we're just going in this blindly. So um, I remember this episode. Uh, I think once we started reviewing it together, Jericho, he kind of said the same thing as well. Didn't remember it, but started watching it. We kind of remembered it then. And it actually end, uh, uh, ended up being um, quite entertaining. So There's a bunch of woo. Yeah, the studio audience. Woo. Meaning the two of us. <laughs> that was actually us at one point. Oh, no, you didn't. Um, I wound up shaking my head. And crossing my arms. Yeah. And wagging my finger at him. (laughs) So, um, the episode starts out, uh, they're in their high school. So this is like the, the Corey and Sean, uh, during their house, their, their high school era. So we went through like the middle school era, the high school era, and then we went through their, their college and grown up lives era. Uh, Obviously, I'd like to believe their high school era was probably their most popular when it kind of reached its its height and, and peaked uh, for most people out there because I guess they were dealing with a lot more real-life issues, um, still staying in the context of a comedy series, but um, 
doing real life relatable uh, uh, topics um, in the show. It was, uh, two, it was two bullies and like that one guy thought he was a fawn. Did they get rid of them? I thought they maybe just kind of evolved them. Did they have like? But, well, oh I yeah, the fawns guy. The they first like episode, yeah, they got rid of him. When, like when he went to high school, there was like that guy who was like the fawns and he wasn't. Yeah. But, like they were, in 1998. Yeah, they were like testing that out, and then I'm pretty sure the feedback was this guy sucks. Yeah, get rid of him. And then uh, they just got rid of him, like Poochie. Yeah, and then the and then the other guys, I think they just became um, what's it's, Corey's brother's name? Oh yeah, what the Matt? Heck? No. Oh jeez, I can't believe we're forgetting this. People out there, you know, uh, <laughs> if I screaming at you. Oh, this is gonna bug me. Anyways, iPhone right now. Um, it's so one certain name was Fuck Will Friedel. Oh yeah, <laughs> Will? No, that was the actor's name. Brandon. Anyways, What's the guy's name. Anyways, um, so we start out with Corey. I know you're gonna be looking it up. So we start with Corey and Sean in the hallways, and um, the kids are all um, in the school hallways. They're all packed up and they're ready to go on a ski trip. As we later find out. I Um, said it the boys meets world. Oh no. (laughs) Continue. I want to know where that goes. Uh, So they're getting ready for a ski trip. Um, Mr. Feeney greets the kids and says he wants everyone to have a good time. Have some fun. Eric. Oh God. Have you seen him lately? No. If you could. Oh gosh. If you ever. uh, I think we should do this every time we do a show. We should IMDB the whole cast, and then as we're talking, what does he look about, like? Look at the whole cast now, because oh my god! Well, the lead cast basically. Um, just try to get the visual. It's like uh, Danielle Fischel, or Fischel, who played Topanga. Yeah. Looks the same, if yeah. not even better. Ben Savage looks the same, pretty much. Like the three main characters. Look pretty much the same. Ryder Strong. Oh, Sean. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Feeney is ageless. Uh, his brother, Eric. Whoa. He's a day Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the day, apparently. Whoa. But then, okay. He looks really old. He gets worse and worse. He looks like... um. And look at this. Angela all of a sudden is like Nicki Minaj. Oh my gosh. He does look like Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Who's this? That's the little girl? No. It's probably all those, all those, all those oh, girls are playing Morgans. Yeah, yeah, oh, and that's sorry. Corey's mom. This is riveting radio. <laughs> We're just going through an IMDb of like the uh, the entire cast of Boy Meets World and how old they look. Yeah, Danny Eric looks, was on there. Eric looks really bad. He looks like he could be about forty-five, which is probably cons- pretty consistent. I think maybe he is in his mid-forties, but. He just hasn't gra- aged gracefully. Libby was on there. She was a hot red chick, redheaded chick from uh, Saved by the Bell, the new class. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, she was. Yeah, she was. I think she was a friend of Topanga's. Anyways, um, so anyways, yeah, Mr. Feeney. Uh, the, all the kids are in the hallway. Uh, they're getting ready for a ski trip. Mr. Feeney greets all the kids and basically uh, says he wants them all to have fun, but he's going to be keeping a close eye on Corey and Sean. Um, I think what had happened was there was a previous trip and they had pulled some stunts and he said he's going to be keeping an eye on them. So, um, Sean then pulls Corey aside and basically pulls out a blueprint of the ski lodge. I don't know how he yeah, would have entertained this. What the hell was this plan anyway? I was trying to, um, 
Well, he was trying to... Were they trying to sneak into the girl's room or sneak away from the girl's room? But how does he... it sounded like to me. How does he have a blueprint? It was, a, it was an actual floor plan of the ski lodge. How does he... Like, there's got, this has got to be some sort of a breach of security. That? What did you take from that? What was his plan? He was like... Well, they're trying to they were trying to get late, basically. Okay. I mean, I, I got that. It sounded so shitty that it sounded like they were running away from the girls. Because he was like, and then we go out the dorm, and then there is a girls' room, and then we go in this upper opposite direction, <laughs> and then we sneak past Mr. Feeney. Yeah, and we hide from the girls and giggle. So yeah, like as Jericho mentioned, I mean, they they basically try to scheme to um, engage in. Acts with their girlfriends. Um, Corey is dating Topanga at this moment, so some context there. And this is actually is when Sean is dating Angela, um, and they're pretty serious about this because they spend quite a quite a bit of time in this segment building this plan and the you know the 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 way that this is like shot or produced. It's like they spent a little bit of time. It wasn't kind of like a small little cutaway thing. It was they spent like two or three minutes taking the audience through how they're going to sneak past Feeney's room and anyways so the guys have one thing on their mind they want to get laid um, and the girls Topanga and Angela are seen off in the corner by their lockers um, you know they're basically you know thinking or saying you know it, it's not going to happen which they never actually say what the guys are planning yeah. so I'm or guessing they're referring they to sex yeah. I, what I love about these shows is like the proximity it's like they're literally like five feet away from them but whenever they cut to them they're just like all of a sudden they're just mouthing like they're talking about their plan and yeah. the girl's like look at these two guys talking about their plan yeah. but if that was real life I was, if I was five feet away from you you'd be like and then that's where the part where we sneak in and then we blank our girlfriends <laughs> and then they'd be like I can hear you guys I'm, I'm not that far away from you <laughs> it's like the distance between myself and Justin probably we're just at least like maybe Two feet apart. I can hear you crystal clear. I'm pretty sure if you went, maybe like... Another even, three feet down yeah, that way. I'm pretty sure you'd still be equally as clear. Um, yeah, so the uh, the uh, the girls uh, break off with their respective men. Uh, Corey and Topanga, um, they're great. I mean, there's like this natural chemistry between the two, um, like the characters. And I think also like the the actor and actress themselves like i mean i've, I've got to think they hooked up when the production lights turned off because they who angela and sean no i'm talking about Corey and topanga they just like they worked really well like i i would argue they were probably one of the better uh tv right up there couples. With right up there with kevin and winnie yeah oh hell yeah uh yeah funny almost, enough that almost. would have been kevin's brother or that would have been um, ben savage's brother but yeah um yeah, I'd put up. I mean, maybe not a Zach Morris, Kelly Kapowski level, but um, they yeah, lasted they were, longer than Zach and Kelly. Yeah, they were a bit more steady. I mean, there was obviously some stability in that relationship, but yeah, I just, I just, they, I, especially this scene, um, they're trying to get across the idea that Corey and Topanga have kind of like this uh, romantic weekend planned. And uh, at the ski lodge, um, uh, they're going to kind of break off and kind of make it a weekend of their own. 
and Sean and Angela are going to do likewise. But, I mean, I thought this was a great first scene, a great first segment. It, it, it left you with the idea that, again, Corey and Topanga are going to be using this opportunity to, to you know, I don't know, maybe take it to the next level <clears throat> in the relationship. Um, but it really was, um, as it was a great scene in setting the table as to... Uh, you know, these two have this really great relationship. They have a great chemistry. They were going back, you know, they were kind of um, playing off each other nicely. Uh, I really, I would say a cute segment um, with respect to the two of them. And um, it kind of sets the table for uh, for where we're heading in the next direct, in, in the next scene. So um, we cut away right away uh, to the ski lodge as the crew. So Angela, Sean and Topanga are helping Corey back into the lodge um, and we're led to believe that he's come down with an injury and uh, an ankle injury um, and then we find out later on from Feeney that he actually just got injured getting off the bus he slipped and he fell and, I mean how clumsy are you getting off a bus and he fell side note my stupid autocorrect every time I tried to type in Mr. Feeney kept saying fennel <laughs> so my notes just say uh, Mr. Fennel, fennel uh, cock blocks uh, Corey <laughs> So I got to make a mental note. I'm talking about Mr. Feeney. Um, so he then, um, Corey then gets diagnosed by a resident ski staff person, um, which we don't really get the sense of her actual position within the ski lodge. Um, like, is she, is, she part, is she part of like a concierge service? Is she like she's just like, like she didn't really like have a job? She's, she's she like that she's the only person who works at that lodge. Yeah, but like even her job was like consisted of holding a clipboard and flirting. Like that that's all that she did. So which begs the question, I mean, what are you responsible for? Like is there I mean are are there kind of lift times you need to be concerned about? No, but she mentioned she the, all she is is stays in the lodge. I've never heard of a job like that. If it is, that's pretty that's a pretty sweet gig. If anyone out there has a gig like that, please let us know. Um, oh, this clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> Flirt with that boy. Um, you got it. So the, uh, Lauren, uh, the, the, the resident ski staff person, um, tells Corey that uh, it's not a broken ankle, but it's definitely sprained. He needs to stay off of it for a little bit. And right away, the sparks start to fly between Corey and Lauren as they play a game of... Backgammon. Oh yeah. Which if they were, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Backgammon. If they were a Hollywood couple, they'd be uh, Kaloran or Corin. <laughs> um, but oh man, you could cut the tension. Yeah. With a Ginzu knife. They did. They did that really well. Like the way that it was produced, it was. It really gave you the. the you sense forgot that about. You forgot about Topanga. Yeah, or, and, and and you're talking to a guy, two guys who think Topanga was like the hottest. Yeah, girl but like on they, they time. really made you feel like without saying it or without even giving you too much, they um they you know they left you with the impression that okay, uh, we're gonna get this audience, you know, thinking right away that that this is this is the direction we're headed in. It's Corey and Lauren, and you know this is supposed to be Corey and Topanga's um, weekend. Um, oh, I mean, I skipped a few notes here. So, in case you're wondering where Topanga was, Topanga, Sean, and Angela left. They went to go ski. Um, so she kind of deserved it. So she kind of left Corey, kind of right, right for the picking. 
what else was Nita doing except for <laughs> flirt for the flirt with the yeah and play backgammon I played backgammon um we then skip to uh again a, a lot of these scenes were at the lodge um I, I guess we're led to believe the lobby of the lodge um they it just kind of different times of the day so they uh, just did it just cut to them staying the whole night up or something? Yeah. Well, before then, they were playing a game. Um, a game of questions? Just questions. <laughs> what the hell this was? It's not even true they did. Yeah. It's just like... I asked Jericho, are they? what are they playing? Because I was writing notes and I'm... What are they playing? He's like, I don't know. It's questions. They were just uh, asking him, like, what kind of uh, bird or something? Or what kind of animal would you want your, your partner to be? And she brought up, like, a falcon and, and like... <laughs> How, how monogamous a falcon is. Exactly. Well, what kind of game is that? And then they, inv- and then they include What's Lauren. What's your Topanga, insurance Top- number? Topanga insists that Lauren plays... Um, the Game of Questions. The Game of Questions. <laughs> and La- Lauren Home finds... edition. <laughs> Lauren finds a question that says, if you... if She's directing the question at Corey. If you were to have an affair, would it change your behavior? And Corey just puts on a great performance and just like ah where'd that question come from like he just he really plays hey, that part of like the, of uh, the I would act the same way what kind of freaking game is that <laughs> who puts up these que- if you're just writing questions you're like hey Justin put put down like three questions you want to play for a game of questions uh why would you bring up shit like so and so how did you feel when uh, he mentioned that he was cheating on you that first time but you still mended things up and then ended up back together again <laughs> like what kind of game what it can it can only go downhill from there um so uh yeah anyways um Corey's left kind of uh confused and doesn't know what to think um we then later skip to Sean Tepang and Angela who um, basically say they're going to be going to bed um, in their own respective rooms and we're left with Corey and Lauren as they talk about ambient light and they sit beside a fire which was once going, um, it's now a dead fire and then Lauren throws on another log Oh, did she? Yeah, she threw on another log which basically led to them talking for the whole night. So they stood up or sat there the whole night. They looked night. pretty good considering they were up all night. Yeah. Because I've, I've driven home at 6 in the morning from like a late night and I did not look anywhere close to as alert as those two. Yeah, they look And then great. go back to work because she's just like, um, let me get ready for work. And then she gets up and she's like, okay, I'm ready. And maybe she's like, just, you look that great. Maybe she just really got a bad for him. She's just not. She's gonna ignore the uh, usual emotions of, you know, sleep, or like just don't talk to me in the morning kind of feelings. Just I'd be face down on a sofa. Yeah. Um. So again, the next morning comes and we find the two of them, Corey and Lauren, still up and talking, and flirting. I feel like the the word talking is always coming up. It's almost like the writers. Like knew that this show, this script was for ABC, so they always put. If you grab the original script, it would say "talking" in like parentheses. <laughs> but it would be like meant to be like, like a wink, like yeah. whenever they would do like the reading of like, oh, uh, Corey and Lauren are air quotes talking wink, <laughs> and then it's, it's someone like 
read that script from the point of actually filming it probably took it literally so they're like okay and in this scene you guys are actually talking <laughs> and they're just like no 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 did you see the parentheses and if you were at the table reading I would have winked and nudged you so you would know it's not actually talking um, so uh, as Corey is still sitting there um, up early uh, if you want to call it that or up late depending on how you look at it um, Topanga and uh, Sean and Angela, they're coming from their rooms after, <coughs> after a full night's sleep. Topanga suggests that if Corey, um, uh, suggests that Corey stays, continues to stay off of his ankle, um, and he kind of looks at Lauren and makes his decision that, uh, yes, he is going to lie to Topanga about his ankle being um, as hurt as it actually is, and he just... Uh, he just wants to spend the time with Lauren inside talking, talking. and Sean Air is quotes. absolutely like Sean is now onto them. This is the scene where Sean is now onto them, and he's um, he's absolutely uh, floored at Corey's response to Topanga and his lie. Um, the next scene, Lauren and Corey meet again in the lodge. And Lauren basically says that, you know, she's, she's never expected him or a person like him to come into her life. And uh, they talk about some other stuff. And by the end of it, they get closer and closer and closer. And at this point, I'm looking at the reflection of the computer, and I see Jericho's face, and he's just shaking. <laughs> he's just shaking his head because <laughs> he can see what I'm seeing. And just like the two of them, Corey and Lauren are moving closer and closer, and... I was they emotionally should. invested in this episode. Yeah, right around, right, yeah. Okay, we watched two other episodes from the TGIF uh, uh, run, and I found myself actually, like, glued... Well, we were watching this on uh, Justin's laptop, and I was actually glued to the monitor. And it was really awkward, too, like Justin was saying, because it was in his dimly lit kitchen, so it was reflection, so half of it was the TV, and the other half was this... I was seeing each other's reflections on the other side. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty intimate. Like Corey it was and Lauren. Intimate. And speaking of intimate, so the, the scene ends with Corey and Lauren sharing an intimate kiss. Did the crowd go woo really loud? No. Oh, Did they, like, I wonder if they like. It actually makes it, it more. Chose. It makes it more like uh, like there's more there's more impact when you when you don't tell us. And you just fill in the blanks. Yeah. Without the crowd going. Like silent, silence is probably louder than anything. Yeah. yeah. Because they could have easily done the woo. And I'm pretty sure there's some dumbasses in the studio audience going woo. Or like, yeah. You know, they didn't know what they're <laughs> going to get of the studio audiences. <laughs> I'd love to be yeah, one guy I mean, who Lauren, says, I mean, yeah. I mean, Lauren was like an endearing character. She wasn't like some sort of home wrecker. I mean, I guess she kind of has that. Part of your kind of wants like, root to root for them to see where it goes yeah like she wasn't you know a bad person so. back to that guy I'd want to be I totally <laughs> I think there's a lot of those yeah, yeah. from uh, like married with children or, yeah cause majority of the crowd would just be like woo but there's always that one guy who either starts it or ends it yeah. at the tail end where the crowd just tapers off but then he's still like ow ow <laughs> <laughs> studio answers I wonder if they still do studio audience. I would something. love to be part of a studio audience. Anyone out there who has any hookups to a, a, a live recording, which I doubt actually happens, 
like the way uh, the way these things are shot like you would have seen that that scene like 50 times already well you know like the actual take that makes it on tv is probably take number 50 yeah yeah so for me to just go ow <laughs> again <laughs> after 50 times of like ah or they just want to score a drone for them kiss <laughs> I've seen this 50 times. Well, already. maybe that's it. Maybe that's why they didn't react. The Estudios didn't react. <laughs> maybe <laughs> just, just like take 50. Yeah. Okay, this is probably the kiss. I Let's get, get over it. it. Um, we then follow Corey and Sean to the next scene who both are arguing about telling Topanga the truth. I think Corey was leaning towards he, want, he wants to tell Topanga the fact that he lied to her and he kissed the girl, Lauren. Sean is saying, um, don't, uh, don't tell her the truth. Um, what a great friend, Sean. Like, I always felt as though, like, to his own detriment, he was, like, a really good friend, but this guy just made some poor decisions. Um, I'm not saying this was a bad one, but I'm just I'm just trying to think back on the Sean Hunter legacy, and to me, it, it always, like, it always seemed a bit checkered uh, with respect to his decisions. Um, so, Corey then decides that he's going to tell Topanga the truth, and he tells her everything except the part about the kiss. Which, which was basically everything. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> the details, like because what he's gonna tell her. Listen, I talked. He says, "Well, he does say I I talked to an interesting person all night long, and I well, lied to you about my ankle being injured because I don't like, talk to that." Person. That's like me coming home and be like, um, like my wife asking me, uh, "How was a bachelor party?" And we'd be like, "Well, it was fun. We." Um, uh, Red. We, we had some drinks. We had dinner, and then called it a night. And then I failed to mention the part where we all accidentally killed a prostitute. <laughs> I, I didn't tell mom. her everything. <laughs> that makes you half a good person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like we didn't all have dinner or drinks. We're then at the last scene. Um, the kids are. I guess the 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 trip has come to an end. All the kids uh, or the high schoolers are getting ready to leave. Lauren is talking to Corey uh, one last time, and she explains how she has feelings for Corey, and she doesn't want to forget them, and really heartfelt scene, and gives him uh, a letter, um, which he then drops into... Uh, his it, was a, it wasn't even discreet. It was a big ass letter. It looked like a postcard. It looked like a Christmas card yeah. with like a nice envelope and imagine it was one of those sparkles. Uh, I guess those Christmas cards that you record your voice in, and he tries to be discreet, opens it, and it's her recording saying, "So Corey, I know you have a girlfriend and all." And it's shut like, up, card. <laughs> um, She's right next it's to like me. One of those cards where like they do you remember way back when. When like, when it just it just seemed like one of those letters where girls would like like spray with their perfume and you would smell and it. You'd like smell. I remember receiving letters from girls. Uh, let's just be honest with each other. Girl, um, <laughs> one girl in high school. That was well, I guess like my girlfriend at the time, and she used to um, write me letters and like spray them with like. Her her scent, and I thought that was lovely. I I, I enjoyed them because it, it was like if you return a favor else. and and rub your musk <laughs> on a letter. Well, because so what I did was I tried to like keep I tried to preserve that that scent as long as I could. So I would um, 
I'd keep it in like one corner of like my drawer, but I think I had like a like a, a baseball beside it, and like I guess like the smell of the baseball like kind of so wore off. So one's got to override the other. Yeah. So yeah. either you just smell. So baseball I guess the, smell, the smell of leather overrides <laughs> the smell of whatever the girl was. But I don't. Know, I would, Which explains why you get boners when you watch baseball. <laughs> Do girls it screwed me up? Do do girls still do that? Do they still spray letters? I want to find whatever anyone... the equivalent is when you send it in a text. Yeah, but like, there's no. It's like maybe like hashtag spray my cologne. But how is that engaging for all your senses? I mean, if unless you're sending like a, what do you call those things? A sex text? A sex yeah. text? A text? Sex? Dick pic? A dick, a dick pic or a sex text? I mean. Like how are you engaging? Like if you write someone a letter or a text, like it's give me a little bit of give me a little bit of something. So, anyways, I've got to believe that I'm gonna I'm, for my sanity. I'm gonna say that this letter had this girl's scent all over it. And uh, Corey puts it in his duffel bag. He walks outside sloppily. Yeah, sloppily. Just I mean, not even if you imagine like a like a gym bag, and you have like your main zipper, and then you have like the little tiny side ones that you half leave open because you're not even using it yeah because you don't it, put important stuff in there yeah he put it in one he of those side le- ones he put the letter inside of the the side, side duffel bag pouches Corey come on this guy is sloppy in his work sloppy um so uh he then picks up his bags tells Topanga he's gonna meet her on the bus and Topanga looks down on the snow and what does she find the letter (laughs) that would be a perfect time for a guy to go yeah yeah (laughs) in the studio audience yeah Tom that's not an appropriate time for that I'm sorry and uh and scene and that's it that's the episode and uh what a cliffhanger yeah I was hooked um I don't know. For me, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know, what rating system are we doing? Have we adopted a rating system for the show? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Are we doing Let's five just say stars? Out of the, this is episode three, and actually, uh, I'm pretty sure this is the one I enjoyed the most. Yeah. As you, as you can here. tell, we are actually invested, emotionally invested in this. Yeah. So, I think with the next episode we should review would be... Naturally, I think we should do yeah the follow-up to this episode. But, yeah, like Jericho said, there was... Um, uh, great storytelling um, uh, by the writers um, in in keeping uh, the audience engaged in uh, uh, in the relationship between Corey and Topanga, which obviously is at the forefront of all of these episodes. Um, and then, you know, putting this little uh, this little nugget or this little. Um, wrench in the plans of their relationship um i don't know was i i found it was super entertaining and and also it 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 was you know it got you emotionally invested in the episode and i think Corey was the star in the uh, in this episode i mean he, he was he was on there for like for all of the the scenes basically it was and, probably like that, that that um part in uh in a series that I actually probably remember watching the most. Because mm-hmm. then there was like, after that, then they went to college and it kind of like lost my interest. I really like, yeah, you're, you're right. And you just said something that reminded me of, um, I think what started making me lose interest in the show was I found there to be like a lot more emphasis on um, uh, the other characters. Eric and yeah, Joey I mean, Lawrence's brother. I'm going to forget. There, Matt there, Lawrence. There was some episodes, yeah, and that, it was just the, about... The, the, the girl, tall the tall redhead. Chair. Every time the camera would be on them, 
I don't know. They just had like no chemistry. turn away heat. <laughs> yeah, just like you, I just every every time I wanted to. And just there was always this the weird channel. vibe, like they were all gonna just like just have a threesome. <laughs> yeah, like from the get go. Yeah, I got that feeling too. Like they, there's always this weird. There's one where they had like a like a food fight. Yes, I remember that. And it was, it was gonna become like an erotic food fight. Yeah, I knew it was going. It was, you could tell once the cameras went off. That's when the guy would just go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then food fight would break out. Erotic food fight. Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, great episode. Uh, thumbs up from both of us. And um, next week we'll review the uh, the follow up uh, to this episode. So <clears throat> that's it for this week. Um, Jericho, is anything you want to add? Uh, no, it was a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Are we? Uh, are we? Do we want to um, plug our Twitter feeds or no? No, I'm not very active on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or any any other social space. Uh, my tout. <laughs> follow me on tout. Follow Jericho on tout. Um, follow me on Twitter at uh, at Justin Naidu. And I'm sure we're going to get a domain for this at some point um, sooner or later. But uh, yeah, uh, if you've downloaded all three episodes, thanks very much for that. We appreciate it. And um, if there's a particular episode of something you want us to review, let us know. Uh, Perfect Strangers, Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, whatever. If we can find a Perfect Strangers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you you have a link to uh, Perfect Strangers of us. Help us out. Yeah. We can't find any Perfect Strangers episodes online. So uh, if you are actually listening to episode one to three, um, be a huge part in TGIF Mm -hmm. podcast and uh, hook us up (laughs) with an episode. (laughs) All right, guys, until next week, we will talk to you later. See you next week.